Hello, everybody, and welcome to what is a historic edition of the award-nominated Chainsaw Buffet podcast. It it's it's historic in the sense nominated. It's historic in the sense that it is happening inside of history, as is all of the course of human events. No, 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 no. This is historic because uh, you can you can hear Chad coming to you live from his bathroom. Uh, we are now officially using Skype. Uh, not Mi- not Michael Stipe, Skype to uh, record remotely. So we will hopefully be able to we have. Could use him to record. <laughs> Michael Stipe. Yes, we should get him to uh, basically say. We'll give him a, a a list of all the things we're going to say, and he can read it off for us in a very whiny and nasally voice. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> That's the point. We'll get the guy from Counting Crows to join him. <laughs> It'll be the uh, suicide cast. The ear bleeding. I noticed you um, carefully said. I noticed you carefully said that we are um, award nominated and not well, award winning. Here's the thing: um, we could be award winning. The uh, voting hasn't started yet. Do we? Do we know that this is like a legitimate award and not just uh, people who are uh, trying to sell us a product? Uh, well, they haven't sent us anything yet. So who's okay. who in podcasting? <laughs> it's the internet, so there are no legitimate awards. Uh, next thing you know, they're going to be trying to sell us our doctorate in podcasting for a thousand dollars. Yes, I'd buy that. Yeah, no, no. There, there are no doctorates in podcasting. But yes. the uh, awards are from podcastawards.com. So That's if anyone... a little disturbing. If anyone look- wants to go in and vote for us or submit I'm us looking or whatever. To see when, yeah, well, we've already been submitted. I'm looking to see um, when the voting on that begins, actually. Uh, it's done through – hold on a second here. I'm looking over the nomination. It's done through uh, Geek News. Okay. So it's semi-legitimate. It's, it's not just us making up uh, awards for us. Which I would not be able to do. Yeah, we should try that sometime. <laughs> we, were the, we were the 2010 winner of the Chainsaw the Fae Award, Podcasting Awards for Best Podcast. Oh. No. I think we should. No. Hey, maybe if we start handing out our fake awards to other podcasts, they'll start handing out fake awards to us. Hey, look over there in the distance. It's legitimacy. Come back, legitimacy. Don't leave us. Oh, please! It was never here. Uh, I, I can at least imagine, though. So, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, I tried. Well, for one thing, my ice is melting. Um, <laughs> that's, that's global nice. warming that's... for you. Stupid above Ed, temperatures. Ed, I I poured my um, whiskey a little too early for. Podcast, so so too early or not early enough? Because you don't sound drunk. Enough. You want to be good and sloshed for this. I myself am, am enjoying an adult beverage, but it does not contain ice. Well, it's hardcore like that. This is more water than ice now. Unfortunately, my Jameson has gone to waste. You know, um, you can buy those little whiskey stones on um, 
on ThinkGeek that are they're like soapstone. You put them in the freezer and you can, you know, put them in a drink without. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. Somebody get me one for Christmas. All right, we know what to get Chad for Christmas. Thank Sold. God. Done. Drinking a supplies and or beers. Well, I drink a whole lot, so <laughs> no, actually, I, don't. I have a question That's for fine. you guys. You know, a lot of podcasts do recording over Skype, and you know, a lot of times it's like a corporate sponsored quote unquote hotline. Like ESPN, it's the Subway Fresh Take hotline, but really they're just communicating over Skype. Uh, I'm a hundred percent positive this is how it actually works. We need to come up with a name for ours. Well, now, now, are you sure that Subway does not have a uh, does not hire a team of software developers specifically for building internet telephony applications? Listen, Subway's a bunch of cheap son of a bitches because their their corporate spokesperson is one of their customers. Okay, that's how fucking cheap they are. Oh, wow, that's true. I never thought about it like I think that. Jared. No, I he's think still there. Jared. He's still there. He's just speaking less. They're more like. Yeah, yeah, these are his favorite subs, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they decide what his favorite subs are. I'm pretty sure that Jared yeah. never, has never eaten at Subway in his life, nor was he ever fat. Wow, that's oh, that's a conspiracy wow. theory it's all, there. It's all marketing, man. It's all marketing. You know, uh... Well, just so night, you know, my favorite subs are Quiznos. You know, Dylan, Charlie, uh, when we were making Ronald McDonald and Colonel Sanders and Wendy on Rock Band 3 last night, we should have made Jared. No. Oh, no that, he's he's too normal. normal. He's a human. It's like well, Dylan he could have been the bassist, though. Nobody cares about the bassist. I do. I thought it was nobody cared about the keyboard player. That, too. No. Bass is important. Keyboard is really the whole thing's important. Everybody's important. Uh, Fine, bunch lies. of sissies. Keep telling yourself that, Dylan. I I, I find that uh, banjo players are important in bands. That's so uh, ba- banjos are different. So on a unrelated topic, because uh, I know Chad's wanting to talk about this. Chad, you're telling me that sci-fi is still around. I stopped watching them when they stopped running. Siffy. Siffy. Yes, Sci-Fi is gone. Siffy is there. I'm sorry, Chad. I mostly stopped watching... I'm sorry, give me just a second. Ah, Jesus. I mostly stopped... What? No, no. Go, go, go. You're fine. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking over each other. I mostly stopped watching when they changed their name to Sci-Fi with two Y's, as if people are too stupid to, um... to, uh pronounce it correctly. Did, did anybody really pronounce it Skippy that they had to change that? No, I, I mean, think really? I think the new uh, the new name allows them to show even more wrestling. It's like a precursor to, you know, showing <laughs> nothing but cops wrestling, and cheaters. <laughs> wrestling and re- wrestling and investigating the paranormal shows where it's, you know, an hour of a guy running around with his face in the camera saying, "Did you hear that?" I actually saw an episode of that, Factor Factor Faked, and I swear, like, oh th- they, it was the Bigfoot yeah, episode, yeah. and they were able to recreate the video, this this one Bigfoot video. They had a guy in a, a big gorilla suit running around, and I swear, like, they had, <laughs> like, the next scene, the, the, or the next segment was them, uh, you know, like, two of them were staying 
in in the woods all night, and another one was flying in a helicopter with an, a uh, like a heat camera. And I swear, like, oh, there's <laughs> there's a guy down there, and you know we're watching, we're thinking like, oh yeah, it's the producer because you know you can't just say myth busted. Oh, okay, that, yeah, that's I a mean, tangent. I'm, I'm done. Got... That... Here's a hint with back or fake. It's an fact. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. And Ghost Hunters, good lord. I mean, you think by now, with all the advances in technology we've had with all these cameras and motion sensors and stuff, that if ghosts actually existed, we'd have proof of it by now. We wouldn't have to have a bunch of videos on a TV show going out and finding them. I don't know. One time I turned on the TV and I swear I saw Billy Mays. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know all those all those commercials are done live. That's why they can say if you order within the next five minutes. You know, well, those are those are my that, favorites. Right next to uh, you know, a one whose social security number ends through one through five can call today. Six through nine can call tomorrow. Are they I really are they really keeping track of that? No, well, I'm sure well, they are. You know the. Um, you do know that Billy Mays was probably whacked by the ShamWow guy. That the ShamWow guy does have a uh, criminal record, apparently. He looks like the kind of guy that peddled crack. I think well, he like the ShamWow guy. I think he punched a prostitute, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> I thought he was a prostitute. I'm going to buy a million ShamWows now just because that guy punched a prostitute. Uh, you're see, you're 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 part of the problem wow. there. No, prostitutes are the problem. Well, that's I true. would not call them a problem. Uh, I'm Unless just saying you, sh- you should never have to pay for sex. There's always someone willing to give it away for free. Well, free that is, is kind of a uh, a um, an issue there. I mean. You're taking risks there, man. Anyway. Well, not if we legalize prostitution. I was about to say, because with prostitution, there's absolutely no risk at all. It's not like, you know, prostitutes have way, way more sex than the rest of us. Yes. It's not like it's their job or anything. Get back onto the topic of sci-fi and how they screwed people over. Speaking of... (laughs) Yeah. I'll um, have to uh, give Dylan the link so that he can put this up and put the podcast up. But lately, you've probably heard it's been people have been raising the roof about this in nerd circles, much nerd rage about the cancellation of Caprica, which, as you know, it's the prequel series to the uh, reboot of Battlestar Galactica. And they canceled it. And they're not going to air the last five episodes until sometime in 2011, which is actually That's after weird. the DVD release comes out, and those episodes are out on DVD. So it's not like people are going to flock to watch it on TV when they've already seen it on DVD, or it's right now airing in Canada, so it's going to be available online. But yeah. the thing is, 
the thing that's had people most upset probably isn't the cancellation so much as sci-fi's response to the fan response. And the long and the short of it is sci-fi has lied their asses off to the fans. What are they even saying? Well, the first thing is, um, the big thing is the viewer numbers. They were talking about how there just aren't enough viewers to support another season. And, you know, there's no DV, the DVR and online viewing didn't really contribute. Nobody tracks that. And it's not really important. And another thing is, you know, the way that sci fi has been doing shows, they air like a half season and then they do a hiatus of a half season and air a half season on another show. So they, they do like the USA out. thing. Yeah. Yeah, they rotate them out in half seasons. And one of the lies that sci fi <laughs> spokespeople have been trying to peddle around is that viewership after the hiatus continued to decline each time. Well, and that the, the change in time did not affect it. That it was going downhill anyway, basically. And first off, um, to repeat that, um, we've got Caprica averaged 1.084 million viewers before cancellation. Right? Shows with lower ratings their first season that got renewed. Mad Men had 0.9 million. Um, and of course, Fact or Fake had 1.037 million. Faked or Fake? So, fact or Fake. Faked or Fake had lower viewer numbers than Caprica. Wow. Now, yeah. Now, as for the whole viewership continued to decline after they brought it, after the mid-season hiatus, the ratings for the second episode went up by 17.5%. You have to consider, too, though, that there, the budget may have been a lot higher for Caprica than it was for uh, Faked or Fake. True. Even so, though. But it wouldn't be, true, but it wouldn't be higher than, for, for example, Spartacus, Blood and Sand. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak. But from what I understand, its budget is similar. It only had $0.98 million. And for a cable network, you know, doing over a million viewers is really good. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's a significant portion of their viewership. Let me find the... Um, Caprica, according to... Now, this is on Facebook. There are 100,000 or so fans of Caprica on Facebook. She can't trust now, them. The They're all 13-year-old number... girls and pedophiles. Yeah, true. But the average Your words, man. Your words. Fans, you want to know how many how many fans Sci-Fi has? Viewers total? 175,000. Less than 200,000. So, more than half of them. Now, that means that also, um, as for that, um, the let me see. They even cut off one episode to stay on budget, and they've done everything they can to cut corners. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, the budget is not really that much of a concern. Well, what 
What does um, it look like for uh, Blood and Chrome? I mean, should Blood and Blood Chrome, and Chrome. Is be, Yeah, Blood and Chrome is a it's another prequel series. It's set kind of in between Caprica and Battlestar Galactica. I mean, is that just it's, gonna get cut? Do you think it's gonna be a no? It's going to continue, and in fact, part of the reason they canceled Caprica, the real reasons seem to be. The, so that they can continue Blood and Chrome, they didn't want to do both at the same time. Now, sci-fi, the press release said, well, again, to, to describe Blood and Chrome in brief, um, if you've seen Razor, the flashback sequences during the first Sauron War with Illadama as a Viper pilot, it, Blood and Chrome is basically that as a series. And yeah. so it would be a little more, a little more action-oriented. Now, uh, admittedly, Caprica is basically kind of like a science fiction version of Dynasty. It's it, it's an adult soap opera that happens to have science fiction elements. It's but in a lot of ways, Battlestar Galactica was more a political power struggle uh, kind of story than actual science fiction. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I tried watching a little bit of Caprica, and I just I couldn't really get into it, mainly because of what what they did to the uh, to a lot of elements of the BSG backstory. And honestly, it's kind of like watching the Star Wars prequels, where you're like, "No, these things couldn't have all come together that cleanly." I fucking like the Star Wars prequels. Oh, you and no one else, uh, especially the second one. The second one, I actually wanted to blow my brains out. Oh hi, I'm this whiny little bitch asshole, and uh, somehow this uh, somehow Natalie Portman likes me. It's just like high school, you know. A girls going for some dickwad asshole that's gonna go out and kill a whole bunch of sand people and little kids. Well, in that case, it's probably realistic now. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, can't forget. It. I, I mean, I understand that it's one of the things that's difficult, but. It's one of those that the more you watch it, you kind of get the the mythos of it. And it really is fascinating. And again, you've got kind of a Star Wars thing. It's like, where did the Cylons come from? Oh, hey, wait. There's a whiny little emo teenager. Yeah. Who started it all. Of course, they end up becoming and, whiny yeah. emo teenagers in the end of BSG anyway. So there you go. What time well, does Caprica, was Caprica yeah. coming on? It was like, like at nine o'clock, if I remember correctly. What day? And it was on originally on originally on Friday, and Friday they brought night. it back yes, on. Lord. They brought it back on Tuesday, which they say it's their most successful night. Now, on average, um, on average, um, for comparison, airing the same night, Stargate Universe. Um, Caprica's average rating fell about 31% moving from Friday to Tuesday. They moved both of them at the same time. Now, SCU um, fell about 36% at the same time. So, yeah, that ought to tell you that it wasn't that much of a drop. But Tuesday is generally kind of hitting this. Historically, with sci-fi, their big shows have always been Friday night, which is kind of contrary to popular 
you know, you think about the Friday night death one and how many shows Fox is killed because of it. But Friday night has been with all of sci-fi's best ones were going. Like at the height of at the height of Battlestar Galactica, it was um on Friday night and yeah, they rotated right. it with they rotated it with um I can't remember if it was S G one or Universe S G one or Atlantis. They had during that time, this is they had SG one and Atlantis going back to back, and it it was a very very successful night for them during that time, and not just not just Battlestar Galactica, but other more traditional science fiction franchises. Now, but that just kind of it kind of irks me that they're not being honest about it. Have you gotten any response and, from the uh, sci-fi Twitter account when you're, like, trolling them? Well, one thing, I wasn't trolling them. And <laughs> I did get one First response not. that said, basically, it was the stock response of, we like hearing from fans, but, you know, we can't always take the time to answer or some such bullshit. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go ahead. Kinda, like, Here's go the ahead. thing. With with the whole Caprica thing, I've watched the same crap go down over a much shorter time frame with G four. So it it doesn't phase me. I don't have the outrage that oh no, a you know cable TV station is doing something stupid to pander to ratings. You know when they're completely missing their supposed target audience. I mean, G four is the well, uh, is Spike TV. We already have Spike. No, TV. it's worse than Spike. At least Spike airs something other than cheaters and cops. It does. I I stopped paying attention because somewhere around like thirteen hours of you know the greatest car chases, I stopped watching Spike. Plus, they stopped showing him. Spike does have Spike does occasionally have some good shows, but um, from what I can tell, looking at the the guide listings on G Four, it's like all they're airing is cops, cheaters, and Attack of the Show. Cops and cheaters are basically funding the uh, the couple of hours of of original content. It, it's almost like you know, that's uh, my guess. These shows should you know in a few years just move to a web format because all the uh, the TV networks are just becoming more and more generic. Well, that's the way things are going, and the thing is, there are shows. You realize Blood and Chrome is going to be online only. Really? Because I th- and another show that sci-fi, another show. Huh? I thought I read somewhere that they're they're looking to do the uh, the pilot of Blood and Chrome as as an actual, you know, something they're actually going to air on sci-fi. It, it, right now, it, right now, it's planning for online, and if it does well online, they're going to bring it in. That's another thing sci-fi's been doing with um, another show, Reese, which I haven't. Watch. It's kind of a steampunk fantasy, apparently. Which what did you say it was I called? Sat down and watched. I think it's called Reese. R e i s e. Maybe pronounced Reese. I've never. I have not had a chance to watch it yet. And hmm. basically, it started out as a web series similar to uh, Felicia, Felicia Day's The Guild. And Sci-Fi picked it up and said, "Hey, we'll put it up on our website, and if it does well, we'll use that as a pilot, basically." And and start producing the series on broadcast TV, on cable. And it's one of those, 
that apparently they are trying to move the actual sci-fi content, trying to encourage that to move to online only, which is kind of disturbing because the budget for online only is much less because your viewer base is smaller. Now, good writing can make up for not having as much of a budget, but it can't completely cover for it. <laughs> and for God's sake, I can't believe they renewed Stargate Universe for another season two. I I'm sorry, I just I haven't paid attention to sci fi in so long. It Well, neither have I, aside from those two shows. And the truth is I've been trying to catch up on on the DVD by watching the DVDs of the first part of those because um, I don't always get the time to, to sit down and watch it. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people are watching this stuff. You know, the, the typical demographic for sci-fi is very tech-savvy, and a lot of them watch by DVRs. And those basically, according to, according to sci-fi, those viewers count for nothing. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Burn notice is on. <laughs> yeah, but Bruce Campbell can't. A man cannot live on Bruce Campbell alone. That's why God invented Jeffrey Donovan. Indeed. <laughs> He's the poor man's Bruce Campbell. I wonder if, I wonder if USA would pick up Catholic. Bruce Campbell is the poor man's Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is for no, everyone. No, Bruce Campbell is the homeless man's Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is one of the four major food groups. No it's way. true. Oh, boy. Action, adventure, but, horror, and Bruce Campbell. Yep. <laughs> but that's, um... But anyway, that's about all with Caprica. Um, and, uh... I'm gonna restrain myself on how much I hate Stargate Universe. Uh, I, I'm sorry, the Stargate stuff, it's like, well, they made years ago, I was like, wow, they're making a TV series out of Stargate, you know, that movie with, uh, Kurt. oh, what's his face? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Russell. And I'm like, it's got MacGyver in it? No thanks. And then it ran for ten seasons, I'm like, why is this shit popular? And the couple because episodes you saw, show. yeah, the couple because episodes you, show, you showed me were pretty good, but that... I just couldn't get into it. It was like, yeah, it's it's well, kind of like, man. It's kind of like Buffy is for me now. There's so many seasons of it and so many shows that that alone prevents me from wanting to get into it because I'd ha- there's just so much to catch up on. Well, I think well, that and it reminded me of Sliders without John Rhys Davies. Oh, uh-huh. well, with universe, the with universe they did try to make it. With universe they did try to separated a bit from the original, and they've reused elements from the previous two series. Right now, the the one of the big bads of universe is the Lucian Alliance, who are um, they're sort of minor villains from the last couple of seasons of SG-1. You know, the ones where MacGyver got promoted, and uh, they got John Crichton to take over? No. It's like... That's like when uh, Sam Waterston got promoted in uh, Law and Order. I wasn't a fan of that because that just meant well, less Sam Waterston. Exactly. 
it's not a bad, the last two seasons of SG1, it, you can kind of think of it as a different show. And if you think of it as... I don't want a different SG1, show. <laughs> well, it was, they're fighting a different bad guy, and they've got two different team members. There's already a so, different Stargate show. It's called Stargate Atlantis. Yeah, it was already Atlantis. And Atlantis was good, but Universe is basically just Atlantis with all the fun stuff out of it. It's kind of like, let's, you know, let's strand them in another galaxy, but instead of not taking it seriously, let's try to do Battlestar Galactica grim dark all the time. Except that, unlike Battlestar Galactica, nothing changes. Nothing ever happens. So you're saying it's like Inuyasha. <laughs> I'm sure it's not know. quite that bad. Do, do they spend they the whole get... hour repeating each other's names? And then they get new shoes at the very end of the series. Um, at times they do repeat each other's names. But it doesn't help that um, Dr. Rush, one of the main characters on STU, is basically a chief knockoff of Ballpark from Battlestar Galactica. I don't so, know why, when you said Dr. Rush, I thought to, uh, Charlie, what yeah, was the name of the, I, the tag team, uh, the old WWF tag team, Hawk and Animal? The Legion of oh, Doom. Yeah, Legion and, of Doom. And, and the one guy goes, <laughs> oh, what a rush. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's awesome. <laughs> Actually, what oh, I keep that, thinking that just of came when you but I keep, you know, someone says his name is Limbaugh. I haven't, I haven't watched <laughs> wrestling since I was like 12, but I saw in USA that they're going to do like a, a 30 year anniversary or some, some shit like that. I was like, you know, wow. I'm almost down with watching that because they were showing like the ultimate warrior and all this other crap from when I used to watch it. Yeah. The problem with sci-fi right now is with the sci-fi channel is too many people who are more than 12 have not stopped barking wrestling. Yeah. The yeah. dog is barking. Yeah, somewhere around the time I hit puberty, I decided that watching guys in underwear just wasn't for me. Well, you know... Most people don't. It, it, Another it, time you switch to female wrestling, right? You know, female they have that? Do it for, they do have that, but it's not for me because it's got the scary, muscular women. I'm like, oh, hell no. I, I like my girls to not be able to crush my head between their uh, enormous sterile I like my girls with muscles. I, like, I don't know about you, but I like my women to have a smaller penis than I do. <laughs> also true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that... Um... I also like for the boobs to be soft, not, you know, bricks that I could punch all day and not hurt her. It's, it's just, <laughs> Were you going to do that? Well, you want to <laughs> So you, you want to hurt her now? Well, there you go. The secret's out. Oh, abusive relationships. Ha ha. Ha ha. Is it weird that, uh, you know, our anime, uh, or not anime, uh, our podcast awards, uh, nomination was for gaming, and, uh, none of us have played Call of Duty Black Ops yet? Is it $20 yet? Then no, I have not played it. <laughs> I, 
I is just, it a first-person shooter? Then no, I've probably not played it. Yeah, I didn't even play Halo Reach, which is kind of sad. Do I, I, I just, own a game system? No, not yet. Technically, the PC is a game not yet. He never will. It's a I, lie. I, I, yeah, I probably never will. He's got, he's gonna buy a Kinect so he can play it with the dogs. Aww. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm gonna buy a Kinect to. I'm going to buy a Kinect because there's people who have come out with hacked drivers for it for PC that basically turn it into Minority Report. Also, you're not black, so it'll work for you. He only said that because he said Minority. <laughs> I did, in fact. You are correct. <laughs> it's a minority Report. Wait, they turn it into Minority Report. Does it let you tell who will commit crimes in the future? Does it let you? Does it project no, no, holographic no. Uh, images that you can reach up and touch? Well, you can reach no, up you can and just use move windows screen. around with your hands. Okay, you just move your arm and a window moves. So what you're saying is it's, it's not like my Minority Report. No, not at all. Okay. Well, it's halfway there. It, it's kind of like a cross between Minority Report and Star Trek, where you can talk to it and tell it what to do. Computer. Halfway there is just not hello, good computer. Sadly, the apparently the voice interface is not quite there on the the PC hack. No, especially but, since I think it's amazing that they came out with it so quickly. It's also unfortunate that Majel Barrett is dead because she can't be the voice of the Connect. Oh, That's actually, unfortunate, yeah. some company offered like a three thousand dollar bounty on on cracking the Connect, so. Um, the drivers, yeah, the drivers are extremely new. I, I would not expect somebody's somebody collected that within like three days. Yeah, for the PC for the drive for the hack drivers, yeah. And I don't know, I don't know exactly what. Supposedly, the guy that came up with them, his idea was the pseudo minority report kind of thing, moving around windows and things, which that doesn't seem like a bad idea. It's, it's entirely possible to do that if you basically just, uh, but uh, I can see how people would think it's of limited utility. Yeah, I was about to say, it also doesn't seem like a great idea. It doesn't seem like, oh God, that makes my life so much easier now that yeah. I can, uh, you know, move my hand and make this stuff you know, do what I want. Oh, wait, I just move my hand and it does stuff. Anyway, I just do it differently. There's a mouse in front of me. It's called a well, mouse, the mouse bitches. That, yeah, the thing that has stopped large touchscreen computers, you know, as in having like a 27-inch touchscreen interface, the thing that's really stopped them from catching on has been people's arms get tired. Yeah. That's because we're all lazy and fat. Yep. Yeah, true. I, I don't know. Some of the stuff is just it, it's it's like why do I need a touch screen? No, I've 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 bought a DS. I know what that technology is like. It's not that great. Well, there's some things that the DS's touch screen is a little primitive, and but it's one of those things. On some things like my netbook, I could really see having a touch screen and having it be very useful, especially because. I can't stand using trackpads. Yeah, I hate trackpads too. 
and in a place where you can't use a conventional mouse, having a touch screen would be useful. But on the other hand, I don't want to get a tablet because typing is a pain in the ass on one of those. Yep. Well, this so anyway, is this has been exciting. Um, I do want to mention. Yeah, a couple- I do want to mention a couple of things for anyone who's listening to this podcast. One, if you're still around, congratulations, you're a Huckleberry. Number two, um, Huckleberry. One of the other. Yeah, it's the first thing that came to my mind. Um, it is. It is correct usage, Dylan. Don't worry about it. The other thing is that, in addition to Skype enabling us, you know, to have Charlie and Chad on here more often because they don't live in the house like uh, me and Dylan do. We live in in a commune and. You know, there's orgies and stuff like that. It's it's exactly as horrible. I, as I was not aware it. of that, actually. Um, that's because we roofie you. That's because but we roofie you. The alcohol's blocking no. his memory. Yeah. But the other thing for uh, those of you listening at home is we also hope to have more guests, more interviews, uh, things independent of conventions. That's all very much still up in the air, but... Um, yeah, once we sort of work out the kinks with Skype and know what we've got here, that's something we do hope to uh, start bringing to you guys in the future. That way, it's not like, oh, you know, twice a year you get like a shit ton of interviews and then there's nothing in between except for us doing random bullshit. So there will still be lots of random bullshit, though. Don't the randomest, the randomest, most bullshittiest podcast on the web. That's going to be our slogan from now on. Wow, that's a, that's a slogan. Yes. And, and uh I like it. It'll fit on a shirt. It will fit on a shirt. Um So yeah, Brett Farr's penis. How about that? Um I wouldn't know. I yeah. try not to think about it. But now I'm picturing it, thanks. You're welcome. So thankfully yeah. he doesn't have my cell phone number. Not. And you're also, you know, not a New York Jets hostess or whatever the hell she was. Although I love the fact that... that won't uh, stop him. He'll get around to Dylan eventually. I love the fact that as soon as I said that, I looked over at my uh, BlackBerry and it suddenly started beeping or blinking. But that was just an email. Uh, Thankfully. From Brett Favre. <laughs> no, not from Brett Favre. <laughs> Are you sure it's not from Brett from Brett Favre? Um, considering... Yeah. No, actually, it's from you. Unless you are Brett Favre. So, Dylan, we're, we're halfway through the season. Do you want to talk a little bit about your transformation into being a uh, casual football fan? Because I noticed you were just sitting there watching the game earlier. I don't even think you, you cared about the teams, but you were just looking to see if there was anyone on there that uh, might actually... be scoring points for you. Not really. It's not so much that I've become a casual football fan. I mean, I, I will watch it if it's if it's on now. I've l- I always had a pretty good idea of what was going on. It just I, Dylan, I don't know. one time asked me what the little yellow flags were for. Okay, <laughs> I mean, what are the little yellow flags for? They indicate that a penalty has been thrown on the play. Can remember I, what the? I, I don't really care. I just have to be ironic. That's. That's well, fine. No, but it's my, fine. My point is, I always understood it. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I am a casual fan. I, but I do get that. Um, 
this is yet again, you know, one of these things where basically we're, we're, we're taking something that exists and remixing it, you know, for our personal consumption, you know, what fantasy football does. And so, you know, we're not really, most people, most casual football fans who, who are in it because of fantasy football are not really understanding the thing itself. I mean, I mean like I said, when, when, uh, when I realized that it would be okay for, uh, oh, Charlie, 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 why did you send me a text message that says Farf's to, uh... Brett Farf's penis? You know, I yes. actually thought about doing that during the middle of the podcast, but Charlie beat me to it. Damn you, Charlie. Oh. But, no, my, my, my point about fantasy football is it, it does create a lot of fans, which, I guess that's a good thing if you're into football, but at the same time, it's people who don't care. I, I would be happy if, um, you know, I would ha- be happy if the opposing team scored so that my quarterback could get the ball and throw it. You know, I- I'm yeah, not but- understanding the uh, game itself. I have no appreciation for what's actually going on. I'm going to tell an entertaining story because uh, it amuses me because it involves Peyton Manning doing what Peyton Manning does best. Dylan and I had this conversation. Fake said, money? No. Um, Dylan was like, yeah, I, I don't care if the other team scores. I just want Peyton Manning to get the ball back so uh, he can score some more points. I said, or, you know, he, he could throw a game-losing interception and uh, cost you points, which is exactly what he ended up doing. Actually, the funny thing is I think that game, like, he started out by throwing an interception. That was the first thing that got posted to, you know, that was, those were the first points that got posted to my, uh, you know, fantasy football list for him. So, um, yeah, good choice. Mm-hmm. I want to know why on my Skype here, Chad's head is a question mark and Charlie's is a regular silhouette. I don't think Chad has put in his gender. Oh, I see. It's so probably it. Chad is some sort of what? Skype hermaphrodite. Well, no, I mean, clearly, you know, people who you don't know what gender they are clearly have a question mark for our head. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Are you calling me a transsexual? No. I'm making fun of the idea of a person walking around with a question mark for a head. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think you're calling me a transsexual. I stepped away for about four minutes and I come back to uh, uh, Dylan slandering Chad. I did not slander Chad. Wait not slandering me. It's only slander if he knows it's not, not true. It is. That That is true. Valid point. Well, it's true because I've shown him my, my penis, so... Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, you haven't. And that is not an offer. That is, uh... uh that is just... I, I'm willing to accept that you're a man without any further proof. You're a very trusting individual, aren't you? I yes, I also don't want to see evidence. his junk, male or female. Demand to see hard evidence, Dylan. Come on, do it. <laughs> Gross, <laughs> hard evidence. dude. Uh, 
Perhaps you would uh, you would like to do that. Perhaps you would like to act as my, my proxy in this matter. You don't trust me. I trust you enough to take a look at you. I trust you enough to see Chad naked. I don't know what I that means. I don't trust him enough to see me naked. But you trust me. Apparently. No. He he says he says he showed it to ah, you. Well, there you go. Uh, I can do without uh, uh, this discussion. So how about um, something that's not this? Um, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we started talking about penises some while Something back. Something without penises? I'm going to suggest ladies. I do like this. Or inanimate uh, objects. No, no I, I like ladies. are shaped like penises. Yeah, um, true. Like vibrators and dildos. Two ways. That's a separate set, set of keep, objects, keep, though. Keep, keep, keep going. I don't know. I'm, I'm running. The, I'm running the material on this front. We're, we're not a porn cast, so I don't. We know, might have to start not? one. We might Maybe have to start a porn podcast. I am out on that. I am not not going to be involved. Don't want. Uh, do not want. Because I imagine there's oh, money that's to that's be mean. made in that. If if we review yeah. all the latest pornos and stuff and insights. I think it's been done. Yeah, it's probably been done one and two. Sure it has. Do, do you need a review? I mean, I should that stop us. There, there, there needs to be some place where I know you know I can I can go there and not pay for porn and not get spyware. I mean, that's that's a valuable service to the community. In fact, it is. I'm pretty sure if you're looking for porn, eventually you're going to get spyware. As X goes to infinity, where X is time, you know, time spent looking for porn, the the probability of getting spyware goes to 100%. Uh, this is why uh, game consoles having uh, browsers is the best thing That's to have. That's calculus. Porn. <sighs> wow. You know, I remember years ago when the Wii came out, everyone was, like, horrified that the browser could be used to... to look for porn, as if, you know, apparently it was the Wii's fault that, you know, the internet exists. It was, in fact, are, the Wii's are fault. Are you saying uh, Shigeru Miyamoto did not invent the internet? Are you trying to say that? I am I'm, I'm definitely trying to say that. Because that's just, that's just lies and slander. Everybody knows Shigeru Miyamoto invented the internet... Five minutes after inventing Mario and the Space Shuttle. Yeah, go look it up. It's on Wikipedia. The, the internet came about five minutes. Yeah, but the the uh, the internet came out of uh, you know U.S. Tubes. government projects that were in like you know ARPANET and stuff like that from the '60s. So maybe you know. If Shigeru Miyamoto invented the internet five minutes after inventing Mario, that means he had to go back in time. Who says and Shigeru Miyamoto invented time, time travel? In the future. Oh. And you built it out of the DeLorean. That's too cliched, man. Every, Everyone expects every, everybody that. Everybody knows that. 
No, he built it out of a Wiimote. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Yeah, exactly, but... wave, Bluetooth. If you wave your arms the wrong way, you end up in uh, <laughs> the Stone Age. That's just the answer to any question you don't know. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. How, how, does, uh, how does it work, Bluetooth? Uh, now we just sound like a bad movie. It makes Wowie Toki. Wowie. <laughs> what? I just missed something. No, it's just we. I think we've officially hit an all-time low with that. Just Bluetooth, really. That's 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 what we're doing, huh? We're going well, there. I mean. We claim the the Wiimote lets you travel through time. I mean, we were headed down. Here, here's the here's the thing: the Wiimote can't even make a competent fighting game. We, we were playing uh, oh. the Naruto game at Heather's house last night, and it was just it's Flail Fighter. Oh god, I'm just gonna wave my arm. And the first person to get tired loses. <laughs> That's a great well. name for a game, though. Flail fighter. Wasn't like yeah, wasn't blocking basically you don't do anything and you block. Yeah. You yeah. go on defense and rest your arm. Uh. <laughs> we chronic masturbators have a significant advantage in that game. Have fun with that. <laughs> I I actually did, you know I think the only person I lost to was Jenny, maybe, or no, it was Liz. Yeah, I think I lost to Liz. So there you go. Enjoy that. You guys uh, played it more than well, what the rest does that of us. Say about her? Well, I, I don't know. She she had the arm strength to be the chronic masturbator. So okay then. What I'll say it. I don't care if it's true or not. I'll still say it. I'll leave that for you to decide. That too. Oh. Uh. Are are there are there any fighting games on the Wii that are not attached to a property like Naruto or DBZ that people will buy no matter how absolutely terrible the game is? That's um, my question. I don't think there are Smash any... Brothers. Yeah, but that's a good fighting game because it doesn't yeah. use the shake motion. It uses the Wiimote as a controller. Or a controller as a controller. What an innovation! A controller as a controller. Holy yes. crap! Makes for game experiences that don't require random flailing. Speaking of random flailing, I did try out the uh, the PlayStation Move. Which is okay, except that all the games still suck dick. Yeah. Wait, that's well, that's one of the games? That's be the biggest problem. <laughs> you probably could as one of the games, but... Wait, it's, it's got the wand thing too, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah. does. So do you stick it in your mouth for that game, or...? I imagine so. Okay. Wow. Just wow. Play, play, player one, work the shaft. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a multiplayer mode. <laughs> Whoa! Two two girls, one move. Ooh! <laughs> I hope so. Until Granny gets a hold of it. Gross. Family exactly. Fun. 
Two girls, one connect. But in all seriousness, yeah, move and connect are going to require a couple of years to see if they actually mature or if they just turn into the Wii. Good first-party well, support, mm-hmm. terrible third-party. Well, that's the thing. Sony and Microsoft don't exactly have Nintendo's level of first-party support, so they somebody better uh, be bailing them out soon. Yeah, that is true. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't foresee a Halo Connect. No. And it would be a bad idea for them to run with their A-list games into something like that where... You know, it's kind of untested. The The waters are... Uh, hey, it's a great uncertain. idea if you want to make money, though. Depends, because, you know, <laughs> remember that Halo well, Connect the game? Here's the, here's the thing. You have to get people to buy this new peripheral. How do you do it? You take your biggest titles, and no matter how crappy the game you make is, it's going to sell. You're going to get the product over. out there. Now, I, I am going to throw this out there. There are two games for Kinect that look really cool. One is Child of Eden, which is a sequel to Res. And the other one, I can't remember the the official name of it, but it's a sequel to Steel Battalion, which was the game on Xbox that had the giant freaking cockpit controller. Which that oh was my. totally badass. They're just going to have a Kinect version. And if that's anywhere decent... I, I don't be. quite get... It's a game where you're driving a giant robot... I don't quite get how Connect is really going to do anything on that. Are you like stomping around like you're the giant robot? Or are you kind of doing the waving your fingers in the air trying to select weapons? You, I would you imagine raise your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. I would I would imagine you were sitting there like you're um like you're in a cockpit and you know, you're using controls or something. Maybe I don't know. I'm exactly. It's, it's it's your ass. It would just be. That's the only thing I can imagine them doing. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm an ima- I'm imagining a Godzilla game where you do stomp around Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. You remake re- remake um, Rampage for. Uh, Chad's gonna yes. run out and and uh, buy a monkey box right now if if uh, they announce that. If they would make that, then they need to uh, make a version of the Ultimate Showdown where old Godzilla is stomping around Tokyo City like a big playground. When suddenly Batman bursts from out of the shade and hits Godzilla with a bat grenade, you know that would be an interesting fighting game. Licensing issues. Oh whatever. Uh. You just make an illegal one. <laughs> Licensing be damned. Get on the internet. <laughs> well, I think I think that's gonna do it for us for now because Charlie oh, has yes. to get off so we can watch The Simpsons because the San Francisco uh, game just ended. Uh, Niners win. Niners win. Oh, yeah, did it actually me. end on time? Yes. It's a Christmas oh. miracle. It is a it Christmas is. miracle. They used to run over into the uh, animated shows all the time. Yes, yes, they did. Oh, it's not a Christmas miracle unless you're one of those stations that is already playing Christmas music. Um, You know, our house does already have Christmas lights now, thanks to Jeffrey. It freaking does. 
we were pulling into the driveway oh, no. after we got back from Heather's last night, and I said, I looked over to Jen, and I said, "Hey, Jen, someone's got their Christmas lights up," and then I said, "Oh, Jesus Christ, it's us." <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Wonderful. Um. So, um, how long until you uh, kick him out? I don't know. Because that, that does violate my principal rule that you don't do anything for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. I was in a restaurant I mean, that was actually playing Christmas music, and I think it was a, it was uh, right before Halloween. No. Uh, hold on. Spe- speaking of restaurants, we need to uh, to give a brief shout-out to uh, Busby's Tango Grill, the worst restaurant I've ever been to. <laughs> Bird in hell, guys. <laughs> you know, you you'd made a comment about writing a review of that. Are you actually going to do it? I, I am going to do it, but I also want to give them really? a shout out on this podcast because, one, we were there for two hours. It took them 35 minutes to bring the check over an hour to bring the food. Are you still there, John? Thank <laughs> you.